What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The year is 2023. All media and entertainment is controlled by the Corp House. They keep asking for more and more and more. But there's one thing they forgot. The power has never belonged to the Corp go any farther i do just want to point out you seem normal it seems the same as always yep. this is good so yep. far i'm normal and regular thank you the regular jordan is here this is the normal one i'm doge and in the words of a certified movie star now taylor swift i wish all teenagers could filter through songs instead of turning to chunks and alcohol Ooh. She was already a movie star. She was in Valentine's Day in like 2011. I'm guessing Chunks is replacing coffee in that quote, right? Is that right? Yeah, coffee and alcohol. You know how <laughs> kids are always like, I hate songs, but what I love is coffee and alcohol. Do love some <laughs> coffee and alcohol. <laughs> Can somebody please get me some espresso and whiskey? It's me, a 16-year-old. That actually might not be bad. I'm Carter, and none of us really changes over time. We only bechunk more fully. What we are. Oh, Bechunk. Wow. It's a quote from the Queen of the Damned. Because we are damned this week, oh. I would yeah. say. Yeah. 
Yeah. In terms of the movie yeah. that we'll talk about in the latter half. A beaver done stopped us up. Can't flow anymore. We done stopped us up. Jordan decided to, as a responsible citizen, he mm. let the right one in. Mm-hmm. Except the right one is currently wrecking his body. He got the COVID Destruct- booster mm. um, with some extra sauce, evidently. A little extra. He got the Caniac. I don't want to scare anybody off because I think you should still be getting COVID boosters, but um, I feel bad. <laughs> Yeah, if you want to be like, hey, maybe I've got a 50% chance, though, of not, then Doge is also here and also got a booster. I also got the COVID booster. The thing about my body and bones and blood is that they are so strong. That strong is that I know. I, I am impervious to ill effects of any kind. Never been hungry, never been tired. Doesn't slow you, know. you down. Never been hungry or tired. My skin's cold as ice. I've been 17 my, for a long hey, time. Mine too. Are y'all, <laughs> did y'all boost for the cruise? I mean, you boosted for the world, but are you cruising? I was going to boost for the winter regardless, but I tried to hit it up before yeah. the cruise because I feel like cruises cruises are maybe the most Republican thing I do with my life. And so <laughs> I felt like I should protect myself from all the like, 60-year-old COVID deniers that I'm going to share the open seas with in about a week. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only only your crew leaves that that ship alive. Um, <laughs> when are y'all going? So I can check the weather and make sure you guys know like if you're safe. Right. So, yeah. See no, because you're like our dad. Like yeah, our yeah. podcast dad a little bit. Yeah. yeah. That's How do good. you search just like ocean? <laughs> What's the weather on the ocean search like? ocean today? on the weather app. Maybe you could ask Siri. Just be like, hey Siri, what's the weather like on the ocean today? Yeah. If you can give you give me your latitude and longitudes at the time, that'd be let's find helpful. out. Oh, hang on. She listened to me. Is she oh. gonna respond? Nope. She gave me weather near me. Something went wrong. Please try again. Oh, see, y'all yeah. shouldn't be on that cruise, dude. And she didn't trouble at sea. Yeah. There's trouble at sea. There is apparently <laughs> the ocean is going to at sea. Develop Rockwall in a week, so <laughs> <laughs> it's coming for you. The wall is never high enough, is it? Dang, mm. dang, mm. dude. Um, it's very unfortunate, Jordan, that you came into today feeling so low. My skin hurts because I knew from the jump. Uh, I knew from the jump that today was going to be a a vamp- vampiric theme. You could say mm. here in this chunktober. Mm. Um, I have a couple of things prepared, but what I want to hit first is what I want to certainly happen. And unfortunately, today that is extra credit. And yeah, um, uh, I feel ready. What we're going to do today is uh, movie vampires. I'll let you pick any actor or actress that has played a vampire on screen today. Okay, for for extra credit. So normally an extra credit, which is a game that uses the IMDb algorithm. That's the internet movie database. If your friends say IMBD, that's silly because then it's the internet movie database. I hear that database. a lot. I hear that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Betadays is fine, but it's, mm. it's only not alphas it. here. There's only alphas here. There's no room for a betadays. The algorithm is strange and ever-changing. We found out a couple weeks ago that for the sake of Jason Momoa, it's actually changing for the good. One of his random Zack Snyder movies got subbed recently for his Fast X appearance. So we know that there can be some 
current events that change that. But if you ever look at IMDb and you're searching for an actor or actress or a director or anybody who's been involved enough and has enough credits, it'll show their top four known for. Uh, And those tend to be, you would assume, more popular films they've been in. But we haven't quite figured it out. We've got bits of some Oscar spice in there. Sometimes we wonder if they're just more involved. Say they produce and direct and star in. Does that mean it's part of the algorithm? Uh, It's really hard to know. But today, as these guys try and only get nine points, that's a point per credit, they can get 15. So they have four guesses for each four known for per three actors or actresses. And if they get all four of those correct, they get five points. They get that extra credit. I've I've played this game and I'm confused about the rules now because of that last sentence. All four, all four known for all three. All four known for all known for all three. It's tough. Yeah, let's Listen, play. You keep let's up. start. Which vampire do you want? Taika Waititi. Ooh, of what, what we, we do in the shadows. shadows. There you go. Uh, I think we got a a Thor: Love and Thunder. No, sorry, a Thor: Ragnarok. Uh, I think we got a. Do you think uh, he has a director credit up there, or do you think he's up there for Korg? I think he's up there for Korg. I think he's up there for playing uh, <laughs> for playing Schindler in <laughs> Jojo <laughs> Rabbit. I do think I do think Jojo Rabbit is there. What a good movie, by the way. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's a very sad movie. I think we could have a we could have a what we do in the shadows up there. I could see that. I think probably it's Hunt for the Wilder People. Yeah, I think it's probably Hunt for the Wilder People. Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Jojo Rabbit and What We Do in the Shadows. That's my four guesses. Me too. Can we lock all four in at you once? You want to just lock all four in? Let's lock. Let's do a big stack. Wow. Can you give those to me again, please? Ragnarok, Jojo Rabbit, What We Do in the Shadows, and uh, Hunt for the Wilder People. Lock it in? Lock it in. Yeah, all four. Super lock. So I'll do them in order of how you read them to me. Bong, bong. Bing, bing. Bing, bing, bing. Jojo Rabbit, number two. Mm-hmm. Okay. A ring, bing, bing. What We Do in the Shadows, number one. Mm. And finally, bing, bing. Hunt for the Wilder okay. People, number three. You came in here and you did what you're supposed to do. Average, average that three. Very good. So we had number one, What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, none of these are acting credits, by the way. These first three are producing, and the last one is oh, written wow. by. Number one, What We Do in the Shadows. Number two, Jojo Rabbit. Number three, Hunt for the Wilder People. And number four, Boy. Ah, uh, I don't think I know Boy. Bizarre. I don't know that. what that is. Should I don't I know, know Boy. Uh, you is. Me is. Jordan. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar. We is on this call. We is, yeah. We is. We is Adam it. is. We is it, probably. Yeah. Um... Who else? Which other actress played a, vam- a vampire? Robbie Pat. Vampire. A vampire. Robert Pattinson, the vampire. Mm-hmm. The vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Robert <laughs> Shining. <laughs> <laughs> try so hard to play along. <laughs> this is sad. I'm here, you know. Are we going? Are you patting these sons right now, dude? Yeah. I'd like to pat your son. I would like to pat all my sons. (laughs) All you sons out there (laughs) listening to this. (laughs) No. Uh, I think Matt Reeves is the Batman probably. Yeah. 
the pat the pat man. Nice. Batman, vampire. He's Batman, the, vamp- the vampire. <laughs> lock it in. Yeah, lock it in. Oh, bing, 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 bing. Number two. Twilight, probably. I think good time. Okay. Oh, wait. Would the, the lighthouse wouldn't. Lighthouse was pretty viral. The lighthouse might be there. I think good time yeah. might be there. Let's say lighthouse. Let's start with lighthouse. My guess, my honest guess is that there's two Twilight movies in Good Time, but let's start with Lighthouse. Let's just rule oh, it out. We don't have to. We, let's, let's do Good Time then. I think Good Time. I think. Which one? I think Good Time. Okay. Good Time. Good Time. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong, bong. All right. Need to get these last two to be staying on that average. Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 2. Sure. Yeah. Lock it in. Lock it in. I would have started at Twilight 1, singular, 1, first Twilight. Twilight Begins. Well, well what are y'all locking in? Which one did you lock in? I think I think it's going to be Breaking Dawn Part 2. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Sounds awesome. Lock it in. Lock it in. Bong bong. Yeah, okay, yeah. Can we go for Twilight 1? Yeah. Let's go for Twilight 1. Twilight Origins. Lock it Twilight in. Twilight Origins. Bing, 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 bing. Number 1. Number one, Twilight. Number two, The Batman. Number three, Twilight Eclipse. Number four, Twilight Breaking Dawn Part One. Insane. Oh my God, it's all, all Twilight. Robert Pattinson, dude. All four. All four. And you have five. That's right. Five credits. You need to be perfect. Yeah, good. Final vampire. We could do Tom Cruise. <laughs> the final vampire. Antonio Banderas, Brad Pitt, Nick Cage. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. The one and only. Jermaine. Yeah, Jermaine Clement. <laughs> Jermaine Clement. Who else has played a vampire? Dude. I mean, Kate Beckinsale has been a vampire. <laughs> Uh, Dakota Fanning has been a vampire. <laughs> Gary Oldman. <laughs> what the vampire? The vampire. And I'm, and I'm participating in the bit as well. And I think that's why it's important. <laughs> <clears throat> don't get bit though. You know what I'm saying? Don't, don't can get, we get a lady. Though. Can we get a lady? Uh, Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton played a vampire in What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show. She was a vampire. I think Tilda Swinton's going to be pretty tough. I agree, but I'm just telling you. I'm just trying to share things I know with my friends. I mean, spoiler alert, but uh, there's another Twilight person who becomes a vampire. Yeah, Kristen Bell, or Kristen Bell, <laughs> Kristen Stewart eventually Stewart. <laughs> do become a vampire. It takes you to be wow. almost dead to to mess up like I do regularly on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan at 10% power is equivalent to Carter at full speed ahead. <laughs> well, I never really go full speed. You know, I don't Timothy Shalmine. By the Matt McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. McConaughey. Bella was a vampire. <laughs> she did become a vampire. Yeah, she did. 
<laughs> Sorry, Jordan. All the best bits no. are today. No, yank, it's you vampire yank it all the way up. You, you need you to yank it all the way up. It's, it's, no, it's the vampire day. <laughs> vampire Wednesday. I mean, I guess there's anybody that's in True Blood. You know? I don't. I don't. Maybe Blue Bloods? Are they vampires? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Vampire PD. Vampire PD. <laughs> Colin Farrell's been a vampire. So anybody in the Lost Boys was yeah. a vampire. Yeah. Dude, lots, man. Lots out there. You insist on a lady. They're all gonna be hard though. Yeah, all of these are pretty tough. Jennifer's body, she's not a she's not a vampire, right? She's a succubus. She's a succubus, I believe. Wait, what's a succubus? If you have yeah. to ask, you're not, you, you don't get not it. cool enough. Sorry. <laughs> dude, what if y'all got Wesley Snipes? Ain't no way, dude. Adam Sandler voiced a wampire. Oh, that's true. Hotel, Hotel Transylvania. Transylvania. Let's do Adam Sandler. Oh, Adam that Sandler. That sounds like it might be the hardest one. I haven't looked yet, but okay. Adam the Wampire. Adam Sandler. The vampire. Okay. What do we got for old sandals? It's going to be that movie about diamonds that I can't remember the name of. Uncut Gems. It's going to be Uncut Gems, Grown Ups 1, Grown Ups 2, Uncut SNL. That's my guess. No, SNL won't be there. Uncut Gems. Let's start with Uncut Gems. Let's start with Uncut Gems. Bong bong, you've you've lost the game. But you can keep Shrek. Bong. I'm gonna go with Shrek. I'm gonna go with Shrek for my second guess. Bong bong, Hotel Transylvania. There's no chance. Bong bong, vampire. Okay. I didn't log it in, so all right. All right. that all right. doesn't count. All right. What the water? Grown ups one and grown ups two. It's grown ups one and grown ups two. It's grown ups one and grown ups two. Bong bong for the grown ups. Water boy is number one. Number one, the water boy. Number one is water boy. Nineteen ninety eight. Number two, little Nicky. Get ready. Little Nikki, number two. Number three, The Wedding Singer. Number four, Big Daddy. Bro, IMDb loves the Adam Sandler classics. It's totally tricked us here because the things that you would just assume that are the most popular are actually in his top four. It's actually what he's known for. They yeah. were right this time. Adam Sandler, they wow. did it. What a great day. What a great game. Extra credit. I'm I'd actually say that Billy Six Madison points. and Happy Gilmore are both more popular than his number one. Than Waterboy? Probably. Yeah, yeah I so. Think I guess so. ultimately it still ends up being frustrating. So that was a special vampire. A vampire-themed game. More like a vampire-themed game. Uh, also, a lesser-known vampire was Rumpelstiltskin. Did you know that? He was a vampire? I didn't know that. I apparently it's well documented on this show that I don't know any of the deep lore surrounding Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> he actually wasn't a vampire, but I still wanted to play this because this time of year uh, there are movies that come out into theaters that we've never heard of, and it still baffles me to this day. I remember uh, I love telling a story about people trying to get into horror, and especially one of the tropes can be the fake scare. Fake meaning like it's still doing something to scare you. But it's never the big bad, right? It's, it's like cat. a fake reveal. It's Jonesy. It's cat. It's a, yeah. But there was, uh, and I might have shared it on this podcast before, but Prom Night, which Prom Night came out maybe in 2010. 
and I, or 2009, like I couldn't believe, I st- even then I was like, how did this make it? Because the movie business is huge and it costs a lot to get screens. And some of these movies are just trying to get a little bit in the black, make just a little bit of money. But Prom Night made money. And there's a scene in Prom Night where they pan over and it's a lamp. It wasn't even supposed to be like fake scaring you. But I remember in the foreground, there was this big lamp. And my buddy Joey, at the end of the aisle, there were maybe a dozen of us there because we like B-movie vibes. And we're like, let's go see a new one. Joey just goes, oh, God. <laughs> and it was just a lamp. And so for the rest of his life, when we knew him, if we were walking into a room or a restaurant or anywhere where there might be a lamp, we all tried to get in ahead of time with reconnaissance and like hide them <laughs> and just be like, oh, don't, it's okay. No, don't look over here. And he was just all like, please stop. <laughs> I know that's a lamp. Is Joey gone from this earth now? No. He's not gone. Did I say he died? It yeah, sounded it definitely like he sounded like Joey was dead. You're like, for the rest of his life, as long as we knew him, right up until the very end, he was terrified of lamps. I still know him. It's just been a while since I've talked to Joey. Since he pulled a lamp scare on him. <laughs> he died. One of those days he died. He got so um, scared of a I'm lamp. I'm going to read for you. I'm going to read for you the movie info on Flickster of a scary movie that's coming out that you very likely have not heard of. Uh, and you're going to have to try and guess the name, much like the tale of Rumpelwampadstilskin. Let's go, baby. Uh, our first movie already has a rating, uh, 33% Ooh. on Rotten Tomatoes, which, again, we've talked about this. Flickster, if you, if you ever thought you could just throw out the window, like opinions that you hear from critics on Rotten Tomatoes, it's been confirmed that you can because there's like some legitimate, there's some Rotten Tomatoes in there. Mm. You know, mm. I said it. Rotten Tomatoes spoils the whole bunch. It's a John Barr, uh, <clears throat> John Barr flick. That's uh, the director for those, the John Barr director, not John Barr actor. Uh, running time, 101 minutes, mystery thriller, action adventure. It actually comes out or it came out on Friday the 13th. Spooky. A sailing adventure spirals out of control. In this tightly wound survival thriller, 19-year-old Rose lives a tough, small-town life in Florida with her single mother, Alma. Their luck seems to take a turn when Alma's new businessman boyfriend, Derek, whisks them away on a sailing adventure in the Bermuda. While at sea, Derek's business, in quotes, is revealed to be less than legitimate. When their boat is attacked by savage villains. It just says villains. <laughs> their boat is attacked like by savage villains. Captain Hook. Set on fire. <laughs> Wait, what? Set on fire and Alma is viciously killed. This is just the plot. Distraught and persecuted by Derek and the captain, who's Ray Liotta. So so I guess wow. Cocaine Bear wasn't his last mi- foom. foom? Yeah, you got it. Rose unearths a primal instinct of survival and a terrifying need for vengeance. She will not yield until those responsible for her mother's murder are dead. What's the name of this film? Derek is played by Eric Dane, by the way, who plays... It's funny because on Grey's Anatomy, he was McSteamy. Uh... He was Sloan. He was, but Derek is McDreamy. It's it's weird. It's a weird world. That's weird. That's so weird. That's strange. What's this movie called? I'm giving out points today for real this time. Actual points. Real ones. Dead Sea. Oh, that's good. Oof. Very good. Um, 
I was going to go with by B-Y-E, by Tannic. Yeah, because um, her name is Rose. It's Rose. I had the exact but, same thought. I was going to call it Titanic. <laughs> Titanic. 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 Titanic the Tequel. Titanic the Tequel. the Tequel. Um, you said they go to the Bermuda Triangle, right? That's definitely not where the Dead Sea is. It's going to have more to do with that. So no, focus on that. Mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Adventures to Bermuda. Mm. I think this movie is called Down in Kokomo, and it has like a real scary version of that Beach Boys song. Oh, it's like minor. It's Way minor. Down in Cocoa. <laughs> I can't just do minor. I don't know. How, I don't even know what that is. Um. The name of this film, Doja said, Kokomo, way down in Kokomo. Yeah. Jordan has said, Dead Sea. The point will go to Jordan. Do- uh, oh, you both Dordan. get it to Jordan uh, because it's called Dangerous Waters. Boo. <laughs> Dangerous. It's a bad name. Waters. It's often worse than y'all's guess. It is often. This movie's worse. called Watch Out for a Boat. Yeah, this movie's called Sometimes on the Ocean Bad Things Happen. <laughs> Here come that boat again. Bad bad ride on water. Hey, here it come now. <laughs> bad ride on water. Our next film. This is a Stephen Cognetti. Or I, it's probably Oh, Cognetti. Cognetti's back. Stephen Cognetti, 97-minute horror. Just straight-up horror, bro. Like, if, if we had on fives on our Discord, there's a channel… Where I'll go in and be like, hey, top five blank. And we just did straight up top five horror movies. And I had to say, hey, we realize when we talk about the horror genre, sometimes it's not pure horror. Well, what is pure horror was the conversation. This movie. Cognetti's here to tell us. It comes out on the 24th of October. So just prepare yourselves now. Uh, That's not not the person. What's the name of the guy that did the the new It movies? It's definitely not. Andy Muschietti. Muschietti. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. Okay. Maybe this is real then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is based on a real thing. Oh, it is. Okay. In 2021, a group of internet sleuths travel to the remote Carmichael Manor, deep in the woods of Rockland County, New York, site of the infamous 1989 Carmichael family murders that have gone unsolved to this day. What they discovered are secrets that have been hidden away for decades and a terror that has been lurking in the shadow. It is a vampire. Is this found footage? Doesn't look like it. No. Okay. It, it, it does not appear to be so. Vampire. I think this name is going to be something boring. I think it's going to be called like Sleuth or something like that. See, I was leaning towards like, it was going to be called like Dark Forest or something lame. You know? Black Forest, like, um, like the ham. Like, like the, the lunch ham, meat. Or there's a cake too, right? Black Forest cake? Isn't there? I think I think so. I've heard of something like it, I've, I think. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. It's German. It is a German chocolate and cream cake with a rich cherry filling. While it is most likely based on a Black Forest dessert tradition, the cake's specific origin in Germany is contested. What is Fair enough. Tradition? I think I've had that cake before and I think it's delicious. What do you think? Is it from Germany? Based on my taste alone, no. Mm. I'll text. I'll, email, I'll send an email to Wikipedia. Email Germany. 
Yeah. Angela Merkel. Dear Germans. I need to let you know something. Germany at gmail.com, but the G stands for Germany. Mm, <laughs> Germany mail. I'm going to call it uh, Mind Your Manor. Ooh, that's good. Uh, Even though you're right, it's going to be something like Solve Overnight Mystery. Yeah. Mystery. Upstate. S T A Y T. Upstate. And it's going to be all glitchy. Doge? Did you say one? You oh, yeah. I, no, I said sleuth. It's oh. called sleuth. Oh. Oh, I didn't know you that said, was your I real answer. It's called sleuth or something. We didn't know that. Yeah, no one no one in the world knew that. Sleuth. It's called. <laughs> There's no way anybody on planet Earth knew that. It's called Hell House LLC Origins. The Carmichael Man. Oh, Hell House LLC is a thing. It is. It's like a, there's another movie thing. called Hell House LLC, I believe. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm this looking. Director, it's a, a German chocolate cake with a cherry filling, but we don't know if cherry, it's cherry, cherry this filling. This director did Hell House LLC, Hell House LLC Two, The Abaddon Hotel, Hell House LLC Three, Like a Fire, and Hell House LLC Origins, The Carmichael Manor. Are you sure it's not? Are you sure it's not found footage? Because the others, the other Hell's House LLC are. Found footage, That's like true. mockumentary kind of vibe. Oh, I thought you meant like legitimate found footage. Like no, no such thing. Not not real like the Blair Witch Project or Cloverfield, but like fake to yeah. look like those real things that actually happened. Okay, 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 okay. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is that. Like that would have been helpful. <laughs> yeah. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I might have yes, known that it was a Hell House movie if I had known that it was found footage. I did have the word manor in my answer, so… Yeah, you won. Sorry, I meant to give the points. Yeah. Jordan won. Handedly. Yeah. Yeah. Do I go to… I don't. So I guess if do I, we go to Shout Now, do I… Or do you go to Shout Now? Let's go to Shout Announcements. Let's just ju- I, we're in shout announcements now. Our, my friend Jordan is Andy, sick. Andy Bruschetta. Because he let what? Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, he got it. He that was let, funny. Let's keep going. Because he, he let the right one in. <laughs> and he's not feeling so good about it. And I just want to say you should join our Discord. Or, mm-hmm. or at least even just pay the three dollar tier. Because we're gonna have have we announced yet? What's happening in November? Should that be what we do right now? We're gonna take up. We're gonna start a GoFundMe for me uh, in the Discord. For Jordan, to, that's uh, yeah. Buy me some Tylenol. Starting in November, if he makes it that far, he's not gonna be doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta help him out. It's downhill only in November for for the season of when we get our families together. It's getting colder outside. There's logs on the fire. Real ones or fake ones? Maybe there's not any. I'm at all. so excited about this. We're gonna welcome. Thanks, Ghibling, in which we're going to go through Studio Ghibli and finally do the Miyazaki films. We're not going to do all of them. No. So that's why I bring it up after saying, join our Patreon because you can get an extra vote. This is going to be, I think, the toughest vote that people have had before because the options are going to be all the Miyazaki films. Dark Souls, Bloodborne. But from what I've heard, and again, I've never seen any of them, which is bizarre, but I've been waiting for this day. I've been saving myself. I've been saving myself for this this very moment. Uh, I think you're… Is it just four? Are we only doing four? We're doing four. Just four of those films. And when I hear from people, they usually give me six or seven titles. That's mm-hmm. like… Yep. Must. Yep. 
for that. I've only so seen good luck making that decision. Two of these ever, and I loved both of them, so I'm very excited. Never seen any. Never seen any. I probably still won't, actually. I probably just won't watch them and we'll talk about I'll say what I think they are. Yeah, just say what you think they are. Pray about it, but most importantly, pay about it if you want to get an <laughs> Dang. It's $3 a month. Dang. And then on that $5 tier, you can come join the thousands in Discord. Yeah. Yeah, that seems <laughs> uh, true. In our community. <laughs> uh, and come play games with us over there. Uh, I think we're going to try and get another uh, time together where we can just jump on a Zoom and talk about life and have you play extra credit. Like if you played, yeah. if you heard them play today and you were like, that's easy. Me and my friends are always great. There's something about when you get on the call, y'all. You forget happens. every movie you've ever seen. It was a vindicating on the last one. I loved, I watched only y'all. I watched y'all's faces when, when people were going through that. And it was just it was a beautiful smile. But also, it, yeah, it it, even besides just being vindicating, it was like a beautiful bonding moment of like, oh, this is tough. It felt nice. Yeah. It made me feel it's a lot hard. better. It's good it made to feel know a lot better. that it's hard for other people too. You know? That's what we're all about. Next week, we are watching The Wailing. This is the movie that Can't wait. you all voted uh, for us to watch next. This is hands down the one I'm most excited about in this whole Same. movie. Moby Dick reimagining. Same. Korean yeah. Moby Dick reimagining. <laughs> this this seems like the movie out of all of them that like I would actually choose to watch on my own yeah, free 100%. time. 100%. Like just from reading synopsi and such. Um, so this seems like a ve- like very much like a thriller, horror, detective, scary. Like I'm pumped. Oh I'm God. so pumped yeah. about this movie. It reminds me a lot of the yeah, new Hell House LLC kind of like thriller, horror. The like one about detective. Carmichael Manor? Uh-huh. Where they found the footage from when it really happened and then put it on a theater. <laughs> like actual footage. That's yeah, the crazy that they part. found. It was just there and they just Listen, found dude, it. Listen, dude, there's tons of on the ground. serial killer documentary type stuff where it's legitimate footage. Someone had to find it. Someone had to give it to the producers to put it in this documentary. Look, it's right here. It's right where you left it. My favorite found footage is probably the the new Beatles movie that came out where they found all that footage of the Beatles. <laughs> They're like, oh, what? It's been here the whole Dude, time. my favorite found footage movie is the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. It was never lost. They knew where it was, but they still, Look, they still found it. They're, all of the rumors were true. They're here. They're all here right now. We should film it. Look who I found on this on the field. <laughs> this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the show again, and it's the part that I'm in charge of, and it's going to go a little something like this. Doge, please give us a synopsis of Let the Right One In before we talk about Let the Right One In. Let me pull up a synopsis of Let the Right One In so that we can then talk about Let the Right One In after I read the synopsis of Let the Right One In. Did that feel normal to everybody? (laughs) 
feels no different to me. Okay. It's crazy how all these episodes just run together, you know? It feels <laughs> like the same. I think the biggest selling point of our podcast is how every episode's the exact same. And yeah. I think people really love predictability. But they like can't, people can't even tell what episode they're listening to most of the time. What movie is it? It's I don't just, know. They just kept saying the same stuff. It's over just like and over a binary again. switch. Like we're either podcasting or not, but there is no difference in quality or content week to week. This could be Emperor's New Groove. You got no idea. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I might honestly watch that when we get off this call. That's a good sick, sick day movie. I actually kind of think I'm going to go make Callie's entire day and ask her if she wants to watch Twilight. She took a sick day today as well. She, she feels too? like, Heck oh, yeah. dude. Oh, man. That's yeah, I don't know why. It just hit us both like a truck. We feel pretty bad, but not like, we're not being like babies. My skin it. hurts. Close the blinds. Like, you know, when you have, yeah, I'm lighting on fire. I'm about to ignite. You know, when you have a fever and like your shirt hurts your body. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel like right yeah. now. Hey, that sucks. It's cool. No, it's good. It's a good thing <laughs> because it means, it means that I'm forming antibodies. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to wake up tomorrow better than ever. Maybe I don't feel bad because I'm forming uncle bodies. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just giving noogies, giving noogies to all of the germs. Take like a little too hard. Just <laughs> offering them a sip of beer, but just a sip. It's like, don't tell your parents. You can have just a sip. Like, it's fine. It's not going to hurt you. Listen, listen, bud. I know your dad's a Cowboys fan, but have I told you about the commanders? <laughs> um, this week's IMDb synopsis has no author, which of course means that it is a vampire spawned from a the depths of hell. Oscar. An overlooked and bullied Oscar. boy. Oscar. <laughs> Oscar. Sorry. An overlooked and bullied boy <laughs> finds love and revenge through Ely, a beautiful but peculiar girl. Mm-hmm. She is a she is a vampire. Turns out she's a vampire. Tur- turns out when you get down to it, she is a vampire. <laughs> Can I super pump? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think. Probably because you two know me, you know what my super pump is going to be already. The rules. It's the rules that the this is one of the few vampire movies I've seen where it seems it seems like there is a priority on following like the general. Yep. Um, yeah, the general like uh, rules is one word. I, I can't think of the words I'm trying to say. Like the general like setup of how vampires function. They the lore for, yeah. for a movie that is so indie and like off the beaten path. They really took seriously. Yeah, the lore, like the written lore yeah. of vampires and the rules they have to follow. And I just thought that it was an incredibly unique and exciting take on. Those rules. Yeah. I, I if yeah. I had to boil it down to one scene, it's Ely entering Oscar's apartment without permission, and then the blood yeah. just starts like fountaining funny. out of her body. Yep, it's so I don't know, man. I've never seen an interpretation of vampire rules like that, but everything yep. from the guy that's with her basically being her familiar um, to um, the the rules of entering rooms and not entering rooms to how often she has to feed to sleeping in the tub instead of a coffin. Yeah. I don't know. I everything yeah. was just yep. awesome to me as far as like the vampire yep. side of things goes. And I really um 
I could have watched like two more hours of just world building of Ely's vampirism. Yep. So um, I was like, I, I went into this knowing it was a vampire movie already. Callie didn't. So she was like, seems like she's some kind of a monster. And I was like, sure does. She is a one bite. But, I didn't know. Um, oh, okay. No, cool. Till, till you just said it. You just spoiled it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, dude. Yeah. I would have put it together in the first 20 minutes, even if I didn't know, because it followed so closely to vampire rules. Yeah. At the moment yeah. that, uh, I can't remember his name. It's like Hakkar. Hack, familiar. Hakan. Yeah. The yeah. moment that he covered the windows, I would have been oh, like, Oh, yeah. Oh, from there. That's a vampire. Yep. Yep. I loved she it. Won't I thought that was awesome. Choose you won't buy it. Would you follow song. the rules so well? Yeah. When you follow the rules so well, you, you only have to name it once. Like they said vampire yep. one time. One time. Yep. Yep. But yep. it's, yeah. Harry Potter, it's like, bro, they say magic every fourth word. And their spells are guns. Magic. Yeah, I'm gonna echo that. I'm gonna to double that super pump. My my super cool. pump is that this is pure vampire. Uh in a way that I don't feel like a lot of stuff is. Like uh I, I think I know why that is. Vampires are perfectly balanced out of the box. Vampires are the exact perfect combination of Yep. I understand what Pros this thing cons. is, but I still don't understand it. I can beat yeah. it, but it's gonna be very hard. There are very specific yep. conditions in which I am vulnerable and not vulnerable. Vampires are are so, so well optimized and people just mess with them. They mess them up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, dude, I completely up. agree. This, this movie and probably, <laughs> weirdly enough, what we do in the shadows are the most, yeah. the most lore accurate vampire experiences I can think of. Yeah. I would put Midnight Mass in the running, even though it's a it plays a little fast and loose with some of the stuff. I think there's it no invited like pretty, in with Midnight Mass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh say does Salem's Lot follow that rule? I can't yes, remember. Yes, it does. Salem's Lot is very okay. that's a good that's another one to add to the list. Salem's Lot is very yeah. like I've never seen the movie, but the book is vampire. super accurate. Yeah. Classic vampire. From what I've seen or even be been kind of like somewhat adjacent to because vampire you can't you can't really watch all the vampire content. There's so much of it out it's, there. It's a you lot. You can't and much less what you could read and you know vampires can even be now popular in in fantasy, you know, kind of mm-hmm. like how zombies can be too or some iteration of. But there's a vampire character in Baldur's Gate, which is like the biggest game out right now. Yeah. Something that uh yeah, Dungeons and Dragons has vamp- vampirism. So Yeah, yeah so big time. Good popular thing regardless but uh one of the things that we've seen a lot is you know what we do in the shadows interview with a vampire even true blood but it's like hey most of the time when we see vampires they're in our world they're in our world they could be here today so there's always kind of a little bit of like what's the take on man what if it was what would it be like if they actually were real but every time we kind of romanticize it in every movie in every, it's like then we get then we get a baseball scene, then we get like <laughs> unbelievable not, acts of strength. They're not vampires, dude. I think I just want to go they're on not, record right now and say that the Cullens and all the vampires in Twilight are not. Humans. They're not vampires. They're just creatures. They're not really yeah. a vampire. And even even it's like satire. Even in like what we do in the shadows, which is becoming my favorite iteration of, of vampires for sure, because I'm I'm diving through the show now. Uh, it's 
comedic look at it, right? It's like, okay, well, but still, can't we realize this is kind of a ridiculous concept to think that they could yeah. live mm-hmm. with us? What does that even look like? Yeah. Why is nobody saying anything? But Dude, the three of them movie, waiting outside talk- the Super Bowl party, waiting to be invited into the house is one <laughs> yes. of the funniest scenes in that whole show to me. Owl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Let the Right One In felt unique to me because it kind of felt like the most realistic. Like it was… Yeah. It felt like the most realistic take on, hey man, what if what if this was the thing? Like what yeah. if this was legitimate? Yeah. And I don't know what exactly to put my super pump on. I want to just put it on just what I would call like the charm of this movie. And that's weird to say in the middle of Chunktober. Yeah, no, sure. it's super also charming. something too that there was touches of Spielberg in here when like our main characters are kids. Yeah, and it's just like what they're dealing with. Stephen King was what I drew in my head. Like that was the parallel I drew is how Stephen King, like with just like the hyper violent villains and like kids just free to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. So this, I think the Spielberg thing I picked up too. Our cinematographer is Hoyt Van Hoytema. I think it's how you say it. The cinematographer for Oppenheimer, Dunkirk, Interstellar, Nope, Tenet. Like he's worked like a ton of huge things, and this was kind of. At least this was like one of the first like worldwide successes of his career. But wow, like, it's shot, really dude. Well. I did it's not know shot that. like a like it felt authentically 80s. It's set in 1982. It felt authentically like like from our our lens choices, our camera motions, like uh it felt so much more authentically 80s than like Stranger Things or it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like I believe uh-huh. that every person on screen here saw Agreed. Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back in theaters 18 months prior. You know what I mean? Like it a hundred percent feels authentically 80s. Yeah. And it's just their relationship. Maybe that's what I'm super pumping. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, I, I think I think it's feels very authentically that era. As, even with the relationship between the two kids, I thought yeah. I thought that it was a very distilled 1980s vibe. But to me, yeah. the the shot that like took my breath away was the lingering shot inside the gym when the lights go out and you see the snow falling outside yeah. of the three windows. I was just like, man, I hope uh-huh. we do something. I was a little disappointed. I was hoping we would see the attack f- from inside through the windows outside. That's kind of what I was waiting on was to see like yeah. Oh. Watch it happen through the three windows. Yeah, no, 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 no. At the at in the middle with I the familiar love... when he was taking oh, okay. the kid okay. that he got caught. Oh, with. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. I love. I was gonna say I loved the pool scene. Yeah, the pool <laughs> scene. Was yeah, incredible. I did too. That was so incredible, and it was so eighties too to have a bully, a young bully that's like ready <laughs> mm-hmm. to kill. I'm gonna stab like, your mm-hmm. eye out. Yes. Yeah. Are always the very, very worst. <laughs> but um, their relationship had legitimacy to it, which is also something that I don't see taken seriously in vampire movies. Right? When you have a vampire having a relationship with, uh, they either want to play Wii Sports with you or eat you. Yeah. It feels like but in, in the, other movies. The like, I don't know, the like, the power dynamic of their relationship where like when you take a step back and look at it, I, I do think that it's clear that Ely is grooming Oscar. To be her familiar yeah. Yeah. after her I familiar dies. I agree. I do too. Which is awesome. It's like, that's to me the best way to do a vampire romance of like, rather than like the, like, ooh, they're like mysterious and powerful. It's like they are ultimately looking out for their own best interest and will manipulate yeah. a yeah. human to accomplish their goals. Even if they're like a nice person, quote unquote. Yeah. I don't know if it was practical effects, and I think I can maybe assume so. 
maybe I can assume it was practical effects because my 35-year-old body would not be able to do this as gracefully. But one of the first times when we see Ely and she just kind of comes off of the top of the jungle gym. Did y'all catch that? Yeah. And yeah, she was like, definitely strapped to something for sure. She doesn't, it doesn't look hard. Yeah. Do you think so? Yeah. It, there was just such an ease to it, but there was enough that was like, that's a bit unsettling. Yeah. Like, Hundred percent. She's, she's different, and that was before it was super obvious that she was a vampire. We hadn't seen, uh, you know, any blood sucking or anything. But I, it was it was still scary. I think it belonged in Chunktober, um, because there definitely were moments that were like, "Oh, this is tough." Like it's it's tough to see a kid have to go through this, but understanding yeah, too that that's just the vessel, right? So what is it like to be turned at twelve? Um, but then kind of have to stay 12. So it's like, I don't know. When you start to think about like the the physicality of it is like, are you progressing? Is your brain still growing at the same place or, or at the right. same pace? And are you learning? You're definitely learning new things. So can a 12-year-old hold this much knowledge just because they've been around? I'm so right? glad I'm not stuck with my 12-year-old brain. Just oh my gosh. To let me go on record. I think my adult brain is better than my 12-year-old brain <laughs> for sure. Team adult for me. Can I? I, I want to super dump. Um, and when I talk about charm too, sometimes in movie making, it's funny because, you know, this movie was made, I think in 2008, but we're yep. it's set in the 80s. So sometimes in retro movies like that, that are more modern, I can catch myself being like, oh, they were only working with the special effects of the 80s. <laughs> but uh, they weren't. It was 2008. And it, even with a low-budget film, some of the stuff they pulled off is pretty phenomenal. Mm, I yeah. love the scene of just bursting into flames in the hospital. Yeah, the, that was uh, such that a was good scene. Unsettling. That was kind of hereditary vibes yeah. to me. It was wild. Yeah. The acid on the familiar's face looks really good too. That's a Agreed. really good That's prosthetic. Great. The, that's good the Ely's eyes in the dark when they glow for just a second Amazing. and like her pupils yeah. change shape because when she's Love when she's that. extra vampire her entire like the iris and everything of her eyes get huge yeah it's like massive really interesting so like 97% of the time we're handling that really well with what I believe to be a pretty low budget I know what you're gonna or say at least made it look that way I think this is my super dump as well it's the cats, man. Yeah, it's the cats. When we go into the cat room and the cats fight, yep. then yeah, I was tough. taken back to 2004, some four years prior, in which simply because of, I don't remember why, Halle Berry starts to summon an army of cats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the cats of the city come together to bring her to life. Yeah. And then they they start to work for her. Looks no different to me than what we did in 2004, which was historically bad. And so I don't think we needed... The, they wanted an attack. Is it impossible to do a good CG cat? Has there ever been a good CG cat? Because Halle Berry's Catwoman cats are bad. These cats are bad. Uh, the musical cats, they look bad. Any good CG cat ever. Yeah, cats are tough. The new Lion King Cats sucks. just can't be replicated, man. I think cats can't be created digitally. You can't make a cat Those out of pixels. Those are still good. Those are pretty good CGI cats, though. In what, they the Lion King? Like they look real. Yeah, they're, they're real, but it's, real a bad, but it's a bad movie. Sure. I didn't I didn't know if that was the question, but you can't do right. Yeah, I think you can't cats. if you try to make a cat out of pixels, it's not gonna work for you one way or the other. I was trying to think how do they get here, right? Did they want to flex the muscles of their special effects crew and it just failed? Did they at least want to find some way? And I know it's a book too, right? And I haven't read the book, 
but it's like she must get a, a, attacked by cats. And obviously that's how she gets into the hospital to decide to give us one of the best scenes in which she just combusts into flame. Yeah. So maybe we find another way to get her to the hospital because we've run through the cats and editing and we're like, hey, yo, this ain't working. She doesn't have to be attacked by them. It was enough for me to see real cats react in a yeah. way of like feeling threatened or something. Because that's one of the rules, right? Like we understand that cats know. Every time cats behave like that on screen, I'm just hoping that Bruce isn't watching because I don't want him to learn bad behavior. (laughs) It's a bad influence on him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bruce is their uh, Jordan's cousin that lives with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, Bruce is their cat. But yeah, the cat thing. He'll protect us from me. I was like, oh, I wish that wasn't here. Same. And I think we become more offended by things like that in a good movie when it's a good movie. Yep. Yeah, agreed. Yep, one hundred percent. It's just like, oh, bummer, man. But it it did not change really my overall rating of the movie by any means. But it was it was a pretty clear super dump. I almost was relieved too, though, because in good movies, I'm like, am I going to have to fabricate another <laughs> worst thing about this? But mm. I was like, oh, good. No, this is bad. <laughs> this is bad. All super dump. I have a least feeling about this. As excellent as the execution from like the writing and filmmaking side of the vampire, the vampire is, I think the actual, within the story, the practice of being a vampire and being a vampire's familiar is so terrible. Worst vampire, worst familiar in the world. They are absolutely terrible at keeping this secret. Uh, The fact that the familiar is just like, let me go to these public places and string people up publicly. Let me go to this park and string them up under a streetlight in the park to get his blood for the vampire is insane. The fact that Ely is just like, um, right here on this bridge on the sidewalk is where I'll jump down and drink this person's blood. Mm -hmm. That's unbelievable Mm -hmm. to me. Absolute worst vampire. Like she is bad. So similar to your Justine, uh, like yeah. and Justine's sister in Raw. It's like this is, or was that Jordan? It was all of us. But someone had brought up this road. Like, are the cops yeah. gonna catch on that people right, <laughs> right when they crash around here? But I think Ely and her familiar are. I would encourage them to seek other employment opportunities. Yeah, they are not naturally gifted at being a vampire and being a vampire's familiar. They're yeah terrible and sloppy, and I cannot believe that if Ely has been twelve for quite a long time. Nobody has put a wooden stake through her heart yet. The guess, I think when they were talking with the director, or I guess it's based on the, you know, canon of the book, she's supposedly like centuries old, like 300 years old. And so it's like, maybe maybe that's the 12-year-old that stuck around. We're just not learning from our mistakes. <laughs> We've got the, we hit refresh a lot and we just kind of lose we wipe the clate sleeve. Yeah, we Clate's do. Lean. We do. We do. We lose all the lessons we learned. Before. We do. But you're telling me if she's 300 years old, she's been a vampire since 1682. Back when people in real life were really like, yeah, these things are probably real. <laughs> yeah. And she lived through that by being this bad at being a vampire. Sure. Uh, to be fair, it was also probably easier to just fly one town over and be like, no, I never heard of that girl. I don't know what you're talking about. No, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, almost my super pump was their Morse code I communication and our last scene of him doing that on the crate in the yep. train. Um, very smart. I thought that was a nice callback. Yep. Um, 
I find myself. So I'm a my. Uh, if, if we talk a little bit of Enneagram, I'm a wing eight. So Jordan, I can access Jordan if threatened. <laughs> um, but it's like when Jordan is Jordan is like your Hulk. If you're angry, you you he, Jordan right. out. Yes, Jordan smash. I just need to get to the point to where I can just be me and Jordan at the same time. But that won't come until phase four. But I hate bullies. Yeah. It, I want to jump through the mm. screen. Mm. Preach, dude. I found myself loving that this kid's ear got toned up. I know. Yeah. And he was such a baby about it, whatever. dude. It's like, you threatened to stab this kid. So in the end, dude, the retribution, when I saw them dismembered in that pool, there was a part of me that, and you, but I caught myself too. It's like, that's kind of a little bit of what we're supposed to feel. Yeah. yeah. You need to feel uncomfortable that you're happy that this happened. Yeah, and it's because kids the relationship it. was pulled off so well. Oscar and, and Ely was pulled off so well that you're like, come on, get in there, girl, and, and mess them up. And then you're like, okay, that's good. The scene of like the the kind of uh, flailing feet, because we got to know yeah. one of these bullies' shoes well, that's just kind of taken off. And you, you left to your imagination of what she's even, she's clearly flying Yeah, at that point. Yeah. You know, and and lopping somebody's head off. What is, how did she do that? Did she just rip it? I don't know. But it was, I thought that scene was great. The decision to keep all of that stuff happening off screen was unbelievably strong to me. I loved it. So yeah. are we to think that, so the kid that covered his eyes, did he live? Yeah. Was he untouched? The kid who was, was like, still yeah. sitting on the bleachers. Sitting on the bleachers crying. Yeah, yeah he was. He didn't want to be part of this. I think she recognized that he didn't, he was not really interested in hurting okay. Oscar. So I wasn't sure if there's a rule there that I missed or of, of like the rules that we love about vampirism or she just was intuitive enough to know this is actually a good person. I think it's that one. I just think that she's supposed to be- I think the kid thought he be... was in Bird Box. So if he didn't see the monster, he was fine. Right. Yeah, he saw that movie. I think- <laughs> yeah. I, I interpreted it more as we're supposed to understand that Ely is not, LOL, a monster. And that acknowledging that this kid yeah. doesn't want anything to do with this. Well, she's befriended the best person in the movie, right? At least right. in this town. Yeah. Right. She's befriended the, the most wholesome person. And well, I mean, he's still a little psychopath. He's still a little psychopath. Yeah, I he's mean, a he was little, a touch psycho. Little dude. I'm sure that's… It still fits the resume. You know, you got to be able to slit somebody's throat upside down in the woods, you know, if you love Ely enough. Yep. Um, but yeah, the that familiar, I enjoyed the familiar going ahead and giving himself up because he knew that he had failed in getting her food. You know what I would actually appreciate? I think I, I think I could get more on board with how bad they are at being a vampire and a familiar if it was made clear that like, hey, their plan was to come to this town and get found out. The familiar's time was up. And like they, she was gonna. They were gonna try to well, get chased out of this town so that she could find a troubled little kid to bring with her to be her new familiar. Right. See, I if interpreted the acid on the you know, face as an yeah. intentional disfigurement so that she wouldn't get caught. Not that he was ashamed for having failed. I interpreted it as let me mess yeah, up that, my own yeah. face so that he had already law about, enforcement like, doesn't me connect me back. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was my interpretation of that scene. Which, if but. you're going to do that, my guy, you're still bad at it. You only did yeah. half. Yeah. It's true. I, I can just put a mirror up to the face part that <laughs> Oh, works, it's this guy. <laughs> and that's good face part. And see the other one. Be like, oh, there it is. It's this dude right here. Let's rank this movie using the scientific cinema scale, which is uh, perfect. 
and as follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it. Buy that, that poster. poster. Can I just take a moment, Jordan? I'm so proud of you. I'm so Thank proud you. of you for pushing through and doing this. Thanks, thing. man. Thank this you. This had to be tough. Yeah. I bet it, you'll it, be glad when it's No, it's the best thing I've done. Like, glad that you were here. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep uh, going. The next best thing is buy it. That's followed by rent it and then stream it after that is forget it. And last but certainly least the worst thing you could ever say about a movie. God hath forsaken us. I'll go first. Beat you. I'm buying this movie. Got him. Mm. I'm buying Let the Right One In. I think it's awesome. Uh, I think that it's an excellent vampire movie. I think that it's an excellent movie just as a whole. Um, and uh, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, it's a buy for me. It's a good movie. Good flick. It's a buy for me as well, for all the same reasons. Why do you buy a movie? Because you like it and it's good. Well, I like yep. this one and it's good. Wow. I like it and it's good. I buy it too. I found myself. Wow. Uh, I begin to, you can never really understand the scientific cinema scale, kind of like how you can't really unpack anything that, that you would assume to be perfect. Uh, you don't really want to. But one of the things that I'm realizing is uh, I love sharing things that I love with people. And so, I found myself getting really excited about this one because I think people have heard of it, but there's a lot of my community that have not seen it. And I can't mm-hmm. wait as soon as this was done to be like, yeah. oh. Especially in season two. Because yeah. yeah, when we're watching, we don't have, I think maybe outside of Daturday afternoon, we don't have too many seasonal, like appropriate series that we'll do that you can just leave your house and be like, hey, you need you should watch this now. It's the perfect time. And I think… Mm-hmm. Movies like this, or it's it's time, dude. It's October. Go watch Let the Right Agreed. One. I highly recommend. Mm. Well, and that's an episode. Next week, we're going to talk about The Wailing. Um, you voted on it. Pretty pumped about it. Uh, I like whales. I think they're interesting, so I think it'll be kind of cool. Did you know that was the working um, title for Avatar 2? Mm-hmm. Avatar The Wailing? Mm-hmm. The space, they called it the Avatar The Space Wailing. Can one of you come up with something funny to end the episode? I'm struggling. I got it. Okay. Uh, To end today's episode, I'd love to have your name. And when we, uh, so say you've been a vampire for, we'll we'll do 300 years again. Uh, The the future familiar that you're befriending comes in and you show them the egg that you use that's basically like a little chest that you're collecting of the things that you've gotten over these last 300 years. When they touch that egg and it collapses. That was silly. What comes out? The egg thing was silly. It was silly. Yep. What is your collection? What's on your table? Yeah. Uh, for Two Chunks and Hunk, I'm Jordan, and it's everybody's chapstick. It's everybody's chapstick. <laughs> I took everybody's chapstick from them so that I don't have to buy more. I like it. Did I start being a vampire 300 years ago, or am I starting today and a vampire for the next 300 years? You are the vampire that's been around for 300 years. So I, I became a vampire. In 1723. Correct. Okay. Declaration of Independence. I'm Doge. I have I have the, I have the real it. one. It's right the there. The real Declaration of Independence. I was there <laughs> when it was signed. Uh, you might know me by my history name, which is John Hancock, which is, and if you rearrange the letters, it spells Wampire. Uh, and I have the real <laughs> Declaration of Independence and a map to treasure on the back of it. It's very good. Oh, man. Uh, I'm Carter and I'm a vampire that loves soup. And so when you touch that egg, all my favorite soups over the last 300 years. Bisque, <laughs> potato. So is it just blood soup? You can't eat anything else. That's true. Is all the right, soups so you I wish you had eaten? I'll smell it. Yeah. 
There's all the soups. Boy, I, I bet out. this one would have been like good. Be good. <laughs> this can has Donovan McNabb. I don't know who that is, but a lot of people said they loved it. Campbell's heart, chunky hearty soup. <laughs> chunky hearty soup, dude. Wampire. Wampire. That's how you get Wampire soup. That's how you get soup. <laughs> Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.